Hello and welcome back to Waste and Good Taste, or welcome if you're new, I'm Christina. Today we're going to be talking about my semester abroad living in Scotland. So one of the biggest questions I always got asked after coming home was, oh my god, so how was Scotland? So here I am, everyone that asked and wondered, telling you how Scotland was. So I guess I'm going to start with why I wanted to go in the first place. So they always encouraged us to do it, to educate ourselves by seeing the world, different cultures, and meeting new people who are different than ourselves. So I had just gotten out of a relationship and I had always wanted to visit Europe again. I went once when I was in high school and I caught the travel bug. So when I found out that my program had an association with a school abroad, I said yes. So the second question that always goes with that is why Scotland specifically? And well, to be honest, Scotland wasn't anywhere on my list of places I wanted to go. Not that I really had one, but my school only had a partnership with one university that was in Aberdeen, Scotland. And it was in the UK, so it was good enough for me. Fashion center, lots of fashion, Europe, UK. I was in for it. So how I prepared for going was I started to save all of my money. Well, not all of it, but most of it. I was working uh, full-time in the summer, and anytime I wanted something, I said, well, what would I rather visit another country while living in Scotland or have this thing right here right now and obviously I chose travel any concerns I had about going were about leaving my family for that long I'm a homebody I love my family I'd never been away for that long really from anyone for that long this was a once in a lifetime opportunity that I wasn't gonna pass up so my mom and my sister came with me helped me kind of move in and settle in before school started. We traveled the three major cities, well, two major cities in Scotland, as well as Aberdeen. And it really helped, but watching them walk away from me after saying goodbye was really hard. I had a little good cry to myself and then tried to move on. Actually, I was very lucky the first night that I was there alone, someone had posted in a the university's international student page saying, hey, I just arrived. Does anyone want to go out for a drink tonight? And I forced myself to go. About 10 people showed up and those people became my family for the next four months. We traveled together, went out together. Some of us were even in the same classes and that group expanded and I was so lucky to be a part of it because those people made that time so much easier. I lived in a flat with four other girls. I had my own bedroom, bathroom. They all did too, but we shared a kitchen common space together. I never had any issues with any of them. One girl I literally never saw the entirety of the four months I was there. I never met her, but they were all lovely. Never had any issues. We didn't become friends. I talked to one of the girls. She said that was never really how it was, and I guess I was fine with that. In terms of cost, my round-trip flights were about $1,000 to and from Scotland, and all of the costs in between, travel, everything, that really varies. 
it is a big investment, especially considering the exchange rate from the Canadian dollar to the Great British Pound is about two Canadian dollars to one British Pound. It's fine. It hurt. It's over. But it really depends. Like, if you budget yourself, if you know what you're doing, you're not going to have a problem. You can take out a lot of added costs, such as traveling to other countries. There's many, many budget ways to do it, which I guess I can do an episode on later. It's an investment. I'm not going to, I'm not going to deny that. So while I was going, my mom mailed me a little care package and it came with a note and I wanted to share that with you today. So it starts, to travel is to take a journey into yourself. They say many people who study abroad learn more about themselves in those months than some people learn about themselves in years. Once you are away from what you've known most of your life, you're subjected to different emotions, experiences, and feelings that you've never had to deal with before. An extended trip abroad makes many people self-reflect and reevaluate what they want and value and appreciate in life. Now, mom, if you're listening, I love you. That note was the best, but it kind of encompasses my thoughts about travel. I got kind of sick of my life in Toronto and seeing everything familiar and never really getting outside of my comfort zone. The experience of getting to go move somewhere else where you may not know what a grocery store is called or what a pharmacy is called or where to get what or the costs of things or the availability of things and i experienced that in every country i went to it was learning something new every time trying to figure out the transportation trying to figure out communicating with people although i was very lucky all of the countries i went to had an english-speaking touristic area and I got to kind of experience something that many people never get to in their whole life or always want to, but are too afraid to do it alone. I did travel to Ireland by myself. I obviously moved to Scotland by myself. I went to Wales by myself. Other trips I took with friends that I made when I was in Scotland. Some friends came up to visit me, which was amazing, from Canada. This trip is something I'm going to reflect on for a very long time. I was very, very lucky. So what was it like living in Aberdeen? Now, Aberdeen was really nothing spectacular in my eyes. It was an average university town. It had three, about three universities or post-secondary institutions. And it was very kind of student-central, small-town feel. But that did not differ, I guess, from my opinion about living in Scotland in general, is the people there are so lovely. If Scotland was not on my list at the beginning, it is definitely one of the most beautiful countries I've been to, probably near the top of that list. I did, very last minute before I flew home, took a trip by myself to the Isle of Skye and Inverness. And stunning. Stunning is the one word that comes to mind when I think of the natural beauty of Scotland. Anywhere, really. Like, the major cities, Glasgow, Edinburgh, everywhere you look is just so beautiful. And maybe it's because it's a different architecture. It's much more old than Canada is in general. And many people have an appreciation for those factors. In regards to the education system in UK versus Canada is another question I got asked quite a bit. To explain it, the best way is that the UK is a very independent-focused education. I had 
they were called modules instead of what we refer to as courses here in Canada, that had 100% weighted finals, which meant I didn't hand anything in during the entire semester. I just had one either exam or project or presentation to do at the very end. It was a pass or fail kind of situation, which was very scary for me. Now, I go to college in Toronto currently, and I went to AUK University when I was in Scotland. So they would post the lectures online before class, video lectures, and they expected you to watch those or listen to those before coming to classes and tutorials. And if you came to a lecture, they would just kind of go over the highlights, the most important things to know from that lecture, and then the tutorials would be more in-depth from there. In Canada, it's much, much different. I have a lot of collaborative group work, a lot of collaboration with professors, with lectures. You're expected to be there every day type of thing. Now, when I lived in Scotland, I very much took advantage of the independent focus, and I was basically traveling to a different country every other week. I do not recommend that. I, I passed all of my courses. I did well. Everything was fine. But then again, you make of it what you will. As for would I recommend doing a study abroad for anyone interested, I absolutely would if you have the means to do so. Everyone that I met there absolutely loved it. No one regretted it. It's, it's a way you really learn a lot more about yourself when you're put into those uncomfortable situations that you aren't too sure what to do or how to figure things out. It makes you more of an independent person, as my mom's letter referred to. It makes you really self-reflect on what you value and appreciate, which after coming home, I appreciated the job I went back to. I appreciated living with my parents and seeing everyone again, especially after being away for so long. I felt kind of like a different person. I did miss out on a lot at home and all the conversations I had were over Skype and there was a five hour time difference, six hours, depending on what country I was in. There wasn't that constant flow of communication, but I would not trade my experience for the world. If you have any other questions for me about my experience going to Scotland, make sure to reach out to me on social media. I'll have my Instagram in the description box. Um, just DM me. Don't feel weird about it. I love talking about my experience and answering any questions anyone has. I found a lot more people be interested in doing a study abroad but not being sure where to find answers or people won't really answer their questions. I know I didn't get a ton of support and answers from my school outside of my program, but I'm always... As to how this all fits into Zero Waste and the main running theme of this podcast is it's more about me as a person. And when I lived there, I obviously couldn't bring everything I owned. So I found ways to thrift or buy secondhand kitchen equipment, sheets, whatever. And I donated everything after I left. So I wasn't trying to create a whole lot of waste, but there wasn't as many ways to do that. And it wasn't the main focus of my trip or my lifestyle at the point. I was just more going to experience living abroad and having that different experience and perspective. Thank you for tuning in to Waste and Good Taste today. As always, I'm your host, Christina. And if you liked today's episode, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a new episode. And make sure you follow me on social media at Christina's underscore roses. 
where I'll post about upcoming episodes and a little bit more of behind the scenes in my everyday life. Thank you for listening. I hope you have a wonderful week.